What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteX.com. So today we're gonna to talk about strength. As we always do here, putting the science back in strength. As a matter of fact, in this case, dendrology. You know, the science of trees. I just looked it up on Google five minutes ago. The fact is, guys, I'm actually gonna teach you to become tree experts. And you're gonna start here by looking at a couple pictures, right? Tell me which of these two trees is stronger. Is it the first tree or the second tree? I'm gonna give you a minute here, because this one's a little tough. Is it tree A? or tree B, which tree is stronger? All right guys, here's the thing, I actually kind of tricked you because you really can't give me an answer because you can't comment on the strength of the tree unless you know its root system because the real strength of the tree is the strength of the root system. I could take that big giant tree and have it lying on the ground real fast if I cut all the roots beneath it. And the same thing happens here when we talk about strength. A lot of people will have you focusing on the size of the tree without really ever focusing on what really matters, and that is the root system. What is underneath it? What is the real pillar holding everything else up? Because when you look at this, which is a common demonstration of what people like to depict when they talk about training and strength, and that is you look at strength here at the bottom, it's the biggest, most important, most critical area of this pyramid holding everything else up with everything else built off of it. And now look, as a strength coach, I will tell you that strength is a really important component of, of all of your abilities. I mean, we can argue for all of these, right? We know that hypertrophy is something that can benefit from strength. The stronger you are, it's one of the easiest ways to, to build muscle, especially early on in your training, is to build your strength. We know that strength gains will precede size gains. So we know that. We actually know a little bit more now that eccentric stress and metabolic stress are other ways that we can actually do this without having to necessarily be so strong. But we know that it's one of the fastest ways to get there, progressively overloading more weight to the bar and the dumbbells when you lift them. We know power is something that will benefit from being stronger because it's not just about the application of acceleration and speed to the movement that you're doing, but it's also dependent upon how much force you can generate. So we know that being stronger here is going to benefit your power. Likewise, as we become more specialized here, speed, agility, quickness, all of those athletic skills are improved with strength. If I have to cut to move in a direction quickly, or if I have to accelerate off of the line quickly, a lot of that's gonna be impacted by my ability to generate force through my legs into the ground to do so. So we know that the stronger my legs are, the better this is gonna be. And then again, we get all the way to the top here with this really specialized skill work, like let's say hitting a baseball. We all can't just hit a baseball, but we know that if we're stronger, we can hit one further or for kicking a football for a living, we know we can kick it further and harder if we have more strength. But the problem is this. This, while being so critical, is not the root system. Because if I could do something to this to negatively impact it, then I haven't gotten to the true roots. And what we need to do is I need to get you guys there to the roots. Because that's where your long-term gains are gonna lie your ability to realize your true strength and all the things that are built off of it are going to depend upon you uncovering the real root system that's undercutting what you're doing right now, because it does, often. And people are gonna say right off the bat, I'm looking at this list, mobility, flexibility, stability. There goes Jeff again, being the PT, right? He can't stop being the PT. No, I can't, guys, because I realize just how important it is to the full picture. I realize as a strength coach that this matters. And the sooner you realize this, the less likely you are to get hurt along the way to trying to build your big tree and grow your tree so everyone can be impressed with how big your tree is. 
and the more likely you are to actually do it without having to have, maybe even to realize true strength capacity, as we've talked about many times before, not built on a cracked foundation. So why does this matter more? Why is this, why is this supporting strength? All you gotta do is look at them. First of all, mobility and flexibility, they kind of go together, but they're slightly different, right? For those that don't really know, flexibility is really about the capacity of your muscles to lengthen across of a joint. So we know that when muscles are tight, you really can't experience true range of motion or full range of motion because of the tightness of those muscles. Likewise, mobility is really more talking about the quality of the joint and how much of the available range of motion your body can experience or, or go through, depending upon the integrity of that joint or even the structures around it. Right? But they're both going to impact your range of motion. So we know one of the real easy ways to determine this is if you have limited range of motion, from a length-tension relationship standpoint, you can't even really experience the full strength capacity on a lift. Like if I'm quarter squatting, guys, I'm never actually loading my quads up or my glutes up at the bottom of a lift or as I approach parallel. I'm not getting far enough. But it's even more important than that. And I want you guys to actually try this with me. When we know that we can influence muscle activation capabilities by impairing one's joint motion via either flexibility impairments or, or, or limitations in mobility. Right? So if I said, stand up, turn your feet out, and then squeeze your glutes as hard as you can, you should feel your glutes tighten a lot. Right now, relax, take your toes, and just point them in a little bit. And now try that again. What happened? You can't tighten your glutes nearly as much. You can't generate as much force and tension through your glutes as you did just five seconds ago. Now nothing changed. The strength in your glutes didn't change. You didn't get weak five seconds later. What happened is the available range of motion at the joint changed. The joint positioning changed. And we know that joint positioning influences muscle activation capabilities and force generating capabilities. This is a microcosm of what happens. If you don't focus on maximizing the available mobility and flexibility at the joints involved in, let's say, a squat, now I'm not saying your toes are pointed in, I'm saying that that's a representation that altered mechanics at a joint in the hip are going to influence the output of the glutes. It matters. I just took your strength and I cut it out from underneath you. It wasn't the root system. It was the tree, but it wasn't the roots. These are the roots. But before you do what I think you might do, a lot of us say, well, that, I know, but Jeff, that's why I go and I foam roll and, I, and, I, and I, I put a lacrosse ball on my ass for 45 minutes before every workout, which I got talked about before, guys, it's a waste of time. You don't need all that. A little bit more specific is good, but the fact is that's not going to actually fix your problem either because what happens there is you add more range of motion to a system that's lacking the most important thing, and that is stability. You're probably thinking, well, what is, what is stability? Isn't that strength? Stability is different than strength, guys. Stability is, that, is, is, stability is actually something you can feel. If you are, let's keep going with the example of the squat. If you are at the bottom of the squat, it's how well you can maintain proper body positioning at the, body, at the bottom of the squat without compensation. It's that unwavering of the knees because those tendencies of the knees to sort of cave in or the hip to sort of give in on one side versus the other. Or we talked about before this desegmentation of the body as you come up from the bottom of a squat, right? The back comes first, the hips come up. It looks ugly. It's actually visible to those that watch you. We can see a lack of stability, but you can feel a lack of stability. So what you need to do is you need to figure out ways that you can build stability as your base. And one of the best ways to do it with the squat 
is with incorporation of a, of a pause at the bottom. Command your reps. Get to the bottom of the squat and command it. Hold it. Establish that you have control at the bottom of the squat. And then when you do, come up as one solid unit. If you break down, desegmentize, if that's a word, those segments start to break down. The hips come first, the back lurches forward. You do not have proper strength. I don't care what you say, I don't care how big your tree is, you don't have good strength. You have faulty strength built on a weak foundation. You need to be able to come up, I've used this tip before, guys, I call this the best squat tip ever, I believe is what we call the video. You need to be able to move as one unit, your chest and your hips. Your pelvis and your chest must move up together. And if you want to see an example of that, here's a great video for you to watch. Do you look like this guy? Because if you don't, you should aspire to. Right? This is bar path. This bar path is staying directly over midfoot. It's another concept we've talked about here and why it's so important. Not necessarily because we're looking to draw lines on a video, but because we're looking for that stability. We're looking for that command of the body under load in all circumstances. Because when you build your strength upon a stable foundation, now you can start to realize some real impressive strength. And that strength can be funneled upwards to improve all of these elements as well. There's just way too many guys now focused on this. And I guess the demonstration of this at the expense of this. Because this is the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. Because a lot of times, guys that call themselves coaches or want to be coaches want to look above the surface. They refuse to look down below. So this pyramid really should look more like an iceberg. If you want to do this properly, guys, the iceberg sits below the surface. But this is the stuff you need to focus on because these are the roots. I can cut these roots and that would impair everything else above it. If I, got, if I went after any of these and I impaired them, everything above this is going to be impacted. We want to build strength from the roots up. And I hope you guys are now aware of that and we'll start incorporating some of that into your training. If you're looking for programs, guys, that do it, we don't overlook any of this stuff because it matters, as I said. All of our programs at Athlean are designed to do just that. In the meantime, if you found the video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know else what I'm going to cover and I'll do my best to do that for you. And if you haven't, guys, click subscribe and turn on notifications so you never miss a video when we put it out. All right, guys, see you soon.